Hi, I'm Amber, and this is Warrior, a survivor's guide to rheumatoid arthritis. Before we start, a quick disclaimer. I'm not a healthcare professional, nor am I an expert in rheumatoid arthritis. I'm simply someone who's lived with the disease for the last seven years, and all the points of view expressed are my own, based on my own experiences. I really hope you enjoy the show and get something positive from it. Season 1, Episode 3, My Advice on Diagnosis and Response. So guys, thanks so much for listening. This episode's going to be a little bit less uh, kind of formal than the others, and I'm planning on doing one of these every few episodes, um, just to kind of give you a bit of uh, advice in a bit more of an informal way. Um, Obviously, as you know, this is all just from my experience, so I'm not an expert. Even after seven years with RA, I can't tell you that I'm um, really that much more, um, I don't know, clued up on it than anybody else. But I suppose I've got my experience behind me at least. So there's three bits of advice really from my um, early experiences um, around diagnosis and also the response of both myself and other people. My first one, I guess, would be just to trust your instincts um, and take control. So what I mean by that is um, early on in the process when I first started feeling poorly I felt um, really ill all the time and I was in a lot of pain in my feet and then my hands uh, and so it went on Um, I would just trust your instincts and realize that you know your own body better than anyone else obviously it's possible to be paranoid and overly worried and anxious about every symptom that comes along but actually when I first had the pain in my feet and I was told it was Morton's neuroma I just didn't believe it and I knew it wasn't true Um, I looked up the condition of Morton's neuroma and discovered that the symptoms didn't really fit me um, and also I just just didn't add up to me so I kept on going back to the doctor going back to the doctor and telling them my symptoms until finally I got a referral to a rheumatologist and I would say that um, GPs are brilliant and amazing and I've met so many now in my time but uh, um, they're obviously not an expert in every single area and some GPs still I think forget that younger people can get rheumatoid arthritis and other autoimmune conditions and the problem with RA is it doesn't always show up in the blood test that your GP does so um, mine was diagnosed through a blood test called anti-CCP positive there's also a thing called rheumatoid factor which was never positive in me until very very recently there's also inflammatory markers uh, CRP and another one, I can't remember, ESR or something. And those two might be high, but they might not. So it's really important to be aware that the blood tests don't always give you um, the full picture. And that referral to the rheumatologist will open you up to other potential blood tests, but also open you up to a kind of um, the possibility of seronegative RA, which is RA that never shows up in your blood. Um, also, um, some people get a lot of swelling with RA. I've never really had that much swelling. I have had different symptoms from that. So again, um, just be really, really aware that um, it can manifest in lots of different ways. A rheumatologist once told me that RA is kind of a like an umbrella term for what they think are probably lots and lots of slightly different autoimmune inflammatory diseases. Um, and so, you know... It, 
everyone's different, really. Um, for me, the main symptoms were the sinus symptoms, the fatigue and malaise, pain in my feet, pain in my hands. Um, and that kind of remains to this day, really. Things come and go. Um, but, you know, it is just very different. So really, really trust your instincts. Take control of your own health. That would be my first advice around sort of the diagnosis and early days um, of having RA. Um, the next one I would say is reactions, um, advice around those. So your own reaction and the reaction of others. Um, let's start off with the reaction that you might have um, being told that you've got a lifelong illness that is uncurable, uh, uncurable, incurable, neither both and how it might impact you so I think that it's understandable that you're going to be in shock you're going to be um, upset you might feel angry you might grieve for the life you wanted to have I would say that you need to just take that on board and even you know seek some professional counselling or at least talk to a friend and talk through those emotions because it is a really really big thing also once you've done that consider the fact that so so many people with RA live a full exciting and fantastic life so even though I have those challenges you kind of get used to them after a while Um, so you get used to your for want of a better term new normal I don't like that because it reminds me of the recent pandemic but you know there is a new normal and actually when you're ill um, once in a while it's absolutely terrible and in relation to how you feel every day it's you know really really tough but when you're a little bit ill and in pain all the time you do end up getting used to it and you sort of find ways of coping um and we can talk about those in another podcast if that's useful um but I think you know have a mixture of accepting um the shock of how you feel about the diagnosis but also try to have some optimism um, about how you might move forward um, in your um, in your everyday battle be a warrior like the title of this podcast suggests I would also say make sure you take into consideration the emotional impact of coping with feeling poorly and in pain every day that is a really important one Um, and it's one that I didn't really expect I'm not going to go into it massively here but it is a reaction that you may have that can uh, creep up on you and we'll go into it in more detail as uh, we move forward in future episodes so that I think would be my advice on your own reaction Um, be aware you're going to be in shock you're going to be sad you might feel angry or you might be grieving bear in mind you're going to feel maybe a little bit more um, anxious and sad than you might otherwise on a day-to-day basis just from coping with the disease itself as well but make sure that you mix in a good dose of resilience strength and optimism I think that's probably my advice on that one and there's loads more to say about that another day other people's reactions they are very varied and I think the best thing to do is to put yourself in the other person's shoes if somebody else told you that they had um, been diagnosed with a chronic illness, how might you respond? I suppose that's a good starting point, really, um, for how other people might react. However, not everybody's the same and everyone's going to have a different reaction. You might find that some people's reactions frustrate you. Uh, Some people might not understand at all. Some people might brush the diagnosis aside. 
I know one person said to me, oh, well, at least now you can move on with your life. And I was like, what? Um, but that was the best she knew what to, how to say at the time. That's the best thing that she could say. And that's who she is. Some people will ask how you are all the time, support you, check in with you. Some people may never mention it again after you tell them. Um, some people may make light of it. At the end of the day, no one knows what it's like to be you. And I think as long as you've got two or three close friends and maybe your partner or your family, your friends who understand what's going on with you and take the time to understand and educate themselves and listen to you, that's all you need. Um, you know, a couple of my very close friends haven't been much use, as it were, when it comes to my RA. A couple of them, and that's fine, and a couple of them have been brilliant. And I've learned the people that I can rely on to respond in a way that is helpful for me. And they're the people I choose to share how I'm feeling with. Um, I do think it presents a real problem if your closest person, like your partner or someone you live with, um, doesn't understand at all. And I think that, you know, under those circumstances... You really need to try and educate that person the best you can. Um, I'm planning a future episode where I talk to my partner about, you know, how it was for him coming to understand my disease. And hopefully that will be really useful because I would say to start off with, he didn't really understand at all. Um, so I think, you know, as long as your partner's supportive in general um, and willing to learn, then they can certainly go on that journey um, and come to a place where, they respond in a helpful way and by the same token you deal with it in a way that's helpful for them um by that I mean I suppose making sure you educate them but by the same token you try and be positive and don't always spend your whole time moaning um so yeah that would be my kind of observations and advice on um reactions and again there's loads more to go into with that in future episodes my last little bit of advice or like experience that I wanted to share today was really um, around um, learning and connecting. So I think that it's important for somebody who's been diagnosed with something to learn as much as they can about it. I don't know all the ins and outs of the little tiny like medical biological um, information around RA, but what I do know is um, the basics of, you know, the disease, what the doctors think might cause it, the various symptoms that come from it. And the problem is, if you look on, say, YouTube uh, for a video about RA, it will be a very, very basic rundown of what it is. And it will just say it causes sore joints or something. And it doesn't really go into much detail. So I really would recommend that you look at the National Rheumatoid Arthritis Society. You try and find other people's stories you look into maybe more in-depth um, medical documentaries or, you know, information that you can find um, either on YouTube or other places on the internet to really understand different people's experiences and a bit more about kind of what day-to-day -day rheumatoid arthritis actually looks like. Um, also, you can learn about different medications and different prognoses. These days, the prognosis is very positive. We're extremely lucky to live in a time of disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs. We're very privileged to live in a time of biologic drugs. So I think that these days, um, being diagnosed is definitely not such an absolute kind of life sentence as maybe it used to be. 
Certainly um, my dad who had RA was, you know, given anti-inflammatories. That was about it. Some of the disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs came in a bit later in his life. But these days, um, especially if diagnosis is done early, we're in a position where the prognosis is, is much, much better. But I would say that that learning, you know, don't depress yourself looking all day at this stuff, but a little bit of information about your disease is always going to be good. Um, the other thing would be just connecting. So reaching out to other people who have rheumatoid arthritis, learning a bit about their story. Even if you don't chat to them, particularly as a friend, even listening to a podcast like this or um, watching people's stories, if you can find them online. Um, Also, I would say, uh, even if you meet someone else with a chronic illness of some sort. So um, I'm a teacher at my old school. There was a sixth former who had EDS, which is Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome which is a different, very different sort of chronic illness. But, you know, the fatigue, the malaise, the pain is a similar story. So we used to talk to each other and, and talk about how, you know, some people didn't understand or how tired we were that day or, you know, inspire each other to keep going. And, and when I think of people like that, it definitely does give you that boost and that connection um, to be able to talk to somebody else who's not well. Um, there was another friend of mine, her daughter was also suffering a lot And we wrote some letters to each other and it was just lovely to have that support. So they would be my first three bits of advice and what I learned from the early days of RA. Um, There's loads, loads more that we could talk about um, and we will certainly do that in upcoming episodes. If you have any questions, please do let me know. You can find me on Instagram um, if you just search uh, Warrior Surviving RA. The logo is the same as my podcast, so hopefully that will help you. I hope the episode's been good. It's been a lot more informal. I've been a lot more myself instead of um, kind of talking in a formal way about my experiences. I hope I haven't spoken too quickly. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.